0: Uh, I told you off mic, like you're you're pretty famous out these streets. I don't not, know no. how so many people know you, but
1: which camera? Uh, <laughs> I'm not. Don't don't believe him. Yeah. I'm, I'm, no, I'm kidding.
0: You you can be humble and famous.
1: I mean I don't I just I don't think I'm famous though. Like well, I, I think, don't.
0: Like. I, I think your work is starting to exceed the person. Thank
1: you. And okay I will, I will. Okay like <laughs> I, I,
0: the the way that I was introduced to you, um I'll give you a quick story. The way I was introduced oh. to you. Basically, you know, I'm always on Twitter. It's part of my life, part of my job, all of us. And um, somebody retweeted your work. And again, like I said, I have such an admiration for people who can get their message across in a compelling way with words. Um, And again, like I said, it's a theme even in my music. Like the music that I listen to, I listen to artists who are writers. Um, yeah. even from, from hip hop to R&B even you want to put like an alternative music I've always been able to just I've, I've had like an ear lyrics in that yeah, you know that. like alright Rihanna I, I guess she'll be a theme in this because mm-hmm. you know not everyday I get to sit with somebody <laughs> who got to girl. see no, you know, know what <laughs> I mean like, it just, just doesn't happen so Rihanna she's an artist an amazing artist but I've never heard her music and was like yo she wrote this the pain in these words, she mm-hmm. may feel it, but I don't get the fact that she wrote it. Mm-hmm. Whereas um, somebody like The Dream, who I, yeah. I, who I love. Who song yeah, or, like, the, the Dream, Neo, those guys, like, you feel that, yo, the, the, the pen is bleeding mm-hmm. through what they're the saying. Is literally, so. The page
1: is crying.
0: Yeah, <laughs> the page is crying. So your work might have exceeded you. And it's okay. It's all right no. to be famous. No, to I would be
1: famous. <laughs> it's okay to be famous. I would rather have it that way. That's that's when I like being known, like, oh, you read an article of mine. Not like, yo, my... Well, that's how I know about you. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. No, that, I I want that to happen. I want, like, people not to just know my face or just, like, mm-hmm. the way... Know me for, like, the way I look or, like, stuff like that. But, like, yo, like, I read your article, like, mm-hmm. or my homeboy showed me your article and inspired him to get back in the studio. Mm-hmm. Like, that type of stuff really keeps me going. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm just. I'm just playing like with the whole. I don't
0: want to say What? Yeah. Um, well, let's let's again let's go back to it because I'm sure you didn't just wake up and print your articles <laughs> in Billboard. There was a a, a journey that, that led nice. up to it. That would have been kind of cool. Um, so so how did you start school? I know off camera we spoke about internships, how important they are mm. to y- yourself, and how important they are to me. But how did you get to a point where there's so many cameras? There's people trying to be so many gimmicks as well. So even if you aren't truly talented as an artist, as a singer, as a rapper, actor, whatever, you could just pick up a phone and make a TikTok and go viral, and then try and get a bag off of it that way. Mm -hmm. How did you uh, find your love and your passion as a writer in this day and age? Oh my God,
1: there's so much I want to say. Say it all.
0: um, (laughs) Say it all. So let's take it back. Let's take it back.
1: April 28, 1996. No kidding. I would never. We'd be here for like no so. I have always, I'll speed through like the whole, oh, I was influenced by my Like, my dad is a big music guy. Like, he, he's from Korea, but like, he is, in, like, he's the one who put me onto like the soul, the Motown. Mm-hmm. The, like, that's what I grew up listening to. Shout out to your dad. Shout out to my dad. Shout out to your I'm dad. I have a very healthy relationship with my dad. That's like, beautiful. I, I talk about him so much. So, that's like, amazing. But, um, so that's where my love for music began. Mm-hmm. And then, um, my love for writing, you know, like, the parent-teacher conferences like like it, when you're in like middle school and stuff mm-hmm. or elementary school they will always say like I was relatively like a good student but they will always be like slipping there like she, by the way she's like a really good writer really? like and so my parents were like hmm okay <laughs>
0: <laughs> start seeing dollar signs yeah. no I'm joking no, no, I'm that's, joking. I'm joking. that's <laughs> the
1: thing with my parents like um, people you know the stereotypical Asian parents like oh doctor Laura whatever I have yes, never yes, yes. I've never heard that from my parents really I think I'm so blessed. It is a blessing. Like... I
0: have uh, two co-hosts who are very traditional in their ethnic background. Alex, he's Nigerian. So his mom, she's from Nigeria. He preaches the LEDs to me. Oh, That's yeah, what yeah. Call, yeah, The LEDs.
1: His
0: interview, too. Yeah. So um, I was actually going to ask you, you know, have you experienced that? Where it's like, yo, you got some pushback from your family because it's like, yo, I want to go the media route. I want to go entertainment, not the, you know, kind of more structured. There, there's a, a linear path to success mm-hmm. being you know a part of the led club never felt that
1: i i think about this i've always thought about this i've always felt lucky but like as i'm getting older you know you think about the shit more like mm-hmm. i have never felt that from my parents at all which is weird because like my dad he he came here in college so he's kind of more like Americanized. than my mom my mom is straight from korea like she yeah. still speaks like you know broken english she has like mm-hmm. an accent she's like very timid mm-hmm. but like I, I don't know why I, I was so blessed with parents who were like, like, look, I'm like this, like, tiny ass Asian girl from Jersey. And yeah. I'm like, hey, mom and dad, I want to work in hip hop. I want to yeah. talk to like trap rappers. Like, yeah. and they were just they like, know scared. They, they were like, okay, like, they know what I do. Like, they'll drop me off at concerts, like stuff like mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. And um, I feel like, I don't, I don't know. Um, my, but It's also, it speaks more to my parents because they're like, if today I went home today, I'll be like, dad. I want to be the best, like, I don't know, waffle cone maker in the world, like, this world has ever seen. Mm-hmm. He'll be like, all right, like, let's find Support, the best, yeah. like, school for it. Yeah. Like, wh- what, like, how do we help you? So that's why they let me do, like, what mm-hmm. I want to do. So it's never, I've never experienced that pushback, and I know how lucky I am for that. I acknowledge yeah. that, like, every day. That's
0: dope. But, so um, your parents, um, at the Parent Teacher Conference, oh,
1: yeah. they would always
0: be told <laughs> that you were really good at writing. Mm-hmm. And then uh, how does it translate into a persona career?
1: I'm a big, like, print journalist girl. So, like, all Mm -hmm. the magazines, like, Source Magazine, XXL. Mm -hmm. And so I'll be reading those, and I'll be like, yo, it would be so dope to, like, write... It was always in the back of my mind. I'll be like, yo, it would be so great to have a byline in one of these. And so growing up, I told you off-camera, but, like, a lot of people would be like, yo, don't be a journalist. Just anybody could pick up a fucking laptop and be a journalist. Which we just spoke. That's not what journalism is, but that's besides the point. Mm so it has always been in the back of my mind
0: so music and writing
1: yeah so they're separate
0: <laughs> music and writing you found a love at yeah. two different times
1: i'm a adolescent at this age so they're <laughs> they're <laughs> why am
0: i <laughs> i'm sorry you know.
1: they're separate at this point so... i'm just thinking
0: of like a tiny person just saying music is... writing and then yeah
1: so they're separate at this point but i didn't it didn't register to me that yo i could do this yeah and so in high school was where i feel like the I feel like this path for me was supernatural, like, mm-hmm. um, not supernatural as one word, like supernatural, like, yeah. so, um, I started writing for blogs, um, there's, there were so little, no, no disrespect to them, cause they made me who I am, but like, mm-hmm. I don't even remember some of the names, cause they were mm-hmm. so tiny, like, mm-hmm. I would just reach out to them, I don't know what compelled me to do this, but I would like, mm-hmm. reach out to them and be like, can I like, write for you? And they're mm-hmm. like, who is this girl? Well, okay. Yeah. So I started, like, putting my homework aside and writing album reviews. I just, like, was so passionate about it. Mm-hmm. I built up those clips. And I'm not, like, embarrassed or, sh- like, shy or anything. I would tweet yeah. out those articles all mm-hmm. day. Be like, hey, yeah. read yeah. my shit. Like, yeah, I,
0: did like, like, <laughs> I did the same <laughs> thing, honestly. Yeah,
1: I'm not shy about that shit. I'm like, but
0: you can't be. Yeah. Because as that a writer, you're already faceless. They already yeah. don't know who you are. I think
1: that's what helped. Ah, uh, it wasn't me on a camera. It was uh-huh. like me. Yeah, that, yeah, that's true. You like, are faceless.: like, y- You're like, faceless
0: as yeah. a writer. So it, it's like you kind of got to go a little bit harder, because it's like, all right, first off, you don't know me. You just know my work. Mm-hmm. You just know the words that I put together, and I, I hope it compels you to stay and read them. Mm-hmm. But most people just read the first paragraph or the first line, and they leave. So mm-hmm. the fact that you're faceless makes you work a little bit harder just to keep their attention. Like right now, right? Mm-hmm. I could get on camera or anybody can get a camera, and they can just do the wildest thing ever. Like, uh-huh. I could just start taking my shoes off. I could throw it at the cameraman. Like, I could do any wild don't do thing that. to he, go. No, no I would never do that. But to go viral, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, you, you can throw some sauce or juice, or whatever you want on it. As a writer, uh-huh. you know, my words have to kind of lock yeah. you in, and you got to stay because you don't know yeah. me. Right?
1: I was hoping you said something like that because I was thinking about that on the way here. I'm like, yo, he's going to ask me some writer questions. But like, the, <laughs> the reason why I love it is because like what you just said, like we could have like a viral clip or whatever, but mm-hmm. if you're a good writer, like mm-hmm. what I find so empowering is like people, p- if people know my work, that means they sat with it and mm-hmm. read it yes. and you, to make people yeah. sit there and read your work, that is so rewarding at this age. Like, it it I don't is. know. like I It's know, a lost art. Yeah, It's it truly is.
0: like a lost art in yeah. a world of like, Viral moments and clicks and views, because that's the other thing we're writing. Like, there could be a million people that read my article. Mm -hmm. It's not gonna say underneath the article, oh, a million views, a million readers, or whatever you wanna say. Like, Mm -hmm. uh, on YouTube, you can influence, in a sense, like the numbers, the analytics, all that kind of stuff. It subconsciously plays a role in what you click on.
1: Definitely. You know? So,
0: as a writer, you don't have that advantage. It's kind of like a disadvantage.
1: I kinda of have okay. I so, like talk to I'm, not, I'm not I'm not gonna I, I see that that was a no, that was like a true point. I definitely agree. But just in my case, mm-hmm. there was like I remember one of those um blogs I was writing for. There was like this like uh tracker on it it did say how many oh, views really? it got. But <laughs> Oh, you um, was cheating the system. There was like you could see it was like YouTube views, like you could see. I remember just specifically, just like a short um like thing I remember mm-hmm. is like I remember being like like trying to get it to like tweet it out and being like oh guys can you get this article to like 500 views like yeah, please yeah. <laughs> like 500 reads and like i'll be so i have tweets like yeah. where i'm like so excited that i was like yeah i hit 500 views yeah. and now fast forward to now like a drake article that i wrote would be tweeted out by billboard that has like six seven million That's followers crazy. so it's just like mini full circle moments like that yeah. and also with the drake thing i wrote mm-hmm. like a um, my Favorite Drake and Future class for Billboard, like you saw that uh, like a month ago or whatever. I
0: read that, that was really good. Oh my god, that was dope! That was dope.
1: But one of, one of the first blog articles I wrote was a What a Time to Be Alive review, and like I saw them side circle. by side by side. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know, just shit like that keeps me going. So
0: it should because yeah. it's, it's a fulfilling feeling, yeah, even progress. if nobody, yeah, and it, it gives you it allows you to track where you were. And mm-hmm. it's, it's like a journey, it's almost like a personal subconscious journal of yo Mm -hmm. i was here and now i'm here like i remember one of the first articles that i ever wrote um and actually yeah one of the first articles i ever wrote was on uh, joe joe
1: oh my god yeah
0: and it was like an internship and I, i hope it's nowhere on the internet I am pretty Oh my, oh my God, God. <laughs> like, I, I hope yeah. it can't be found. My old articles but, are
1: trash. Like I, would, I, I, hope they're like gone. Like, yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. And then another one was on actually Pusha T. And then, um, you know, it's been a moment where I got to meet Pusha T. Yeah. So I, I see what you're saying. Like these things kind of come full circle, right? Mm-hmm. So um, now we got to how you got into writing. Oh my God, we're
1: still telling the story. We got but, into
0: how you got into okay. writing, but I am kind of curious in hearing how you mm-hmm. fell in love with music because. Um, yes, I am of a music kind of space, background, like, the culture of how we're doing this and making this go is music, but personally, I see things outside of music for myself. Like, I want to start, like, travel stuff, I want to do, you know what I'm saying? Like, my passion isn't truly music, it's more so informing, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, I like storytelling, I like informing, conversing, uh, conversing, I should say, excuse me. But that's where the whole concept of the Need to Know podcast comes from. It doesn't just, you know, box you in to anything. You need mm-hmm. to know. Get it? No? Okay. <laughs> uh, but no. <laughs> so uh, talk to me about your love for music and how you found that. I know you said your dad had a part in it.
1: Mm-hmm. My dad was and like... hip-hop
0: in particular. Hip-hop. Music. Okay.
1: Like we would take these road trips and he would be playing, you know, like the good shit. Like the Gap Band, Temptations, Stevie yeah. Wonder. So that's where the music, like... Like I just, it just always clicked for me. Like that, that music is my passion. Like people be mm-hmm. asking me mm-hmm. like, so what do you like to do for fun? And I'll be like, I don't know. Like go to concerts, like listen to new music. Like my life is so surrounded by just like music. everything, every free moment I get is just music. I don't know. I have to find some hobbies or something, I don't know. <laughs> but um, uh, so for hip hop, I remember. Oh, which is crazy. I'm not just saying this just because it's you, but it was, no. Joe Budden was one of the first people. Mm-hmm. Like, I wasn't the like, biggest Joe Budden fan, but he was definitely one of the first rappers yeah. I listened to. Like Lil Wayne when he was in his like mixtape bag. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember like sitting as a little kid reading like the source and like shit like that. And before I knew how to look up lyrics, I would like sit with like the little boombox and like rewind and like try to write all the stuff so I could mm-hmm. learn the words. I, I don't really have a reason for why I love music so much. Like, I just, yeah. for as long as I can remember, even, it like, it's just, I've just, like, loved it so much. Like, it's just <laughs> what has resonated with me. Mm-hmm. And, like, i told a story before, but, like, the earliest hip-hop memories I have are, like, sitting beside my brother when he was playing, like, NBA Live and stuff. And, like, you yeah. know how the soundtracks are fire? Yeah. <laughs> like
0: <laughs> Depending on which NBA Live, what you that mean, soundtrack, that? no, the soundtrack could have been super fire.
1: Oh, okay. Like, yeah, I remember I some of the say older, say no, 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 they're, they're always dope, they're, all, they're always yeah. really good. When you look, look back, like back on them now, yeah, yeah. it's like, yo, yeah. like, what the, the hell, yeah. like, Cam, like, all that yeah. stuff. So,
0: yeah. They, they, they was out of the curve, Um,
1: for sure. so, and I didn't realize how strong the love was until mm-hmm. I started writing about it. I'm like, yo, I can, like, do this shit. Like, yeah. it's like, yeah. I don't know, and I just, I feel so fortunate that my job is literally in hip-hop. Like, it's not just the music. Sometimes. Yeah. In the yeah. internships, they would try to throw me, like, country music shit, yeah. and, like, I would have to do it because I was, like, a baby intern, but now yeah. it's literally just hip-hop and R&B, well, and, like, I feel so blessed.
0: I kind of want to speak to that, right? Um, because before I kind of went on my journey of figuring out what I wanted to do in my career, mm-hmm. I got offered a position with the New York Yankees, um, working in, like, production, a very, like, uh, entry-level job, right? Right out of college, most people would have been ecstatic. Most people would have been grateful, and I was. I was ecstatic, and I was grateful. But at the same time, I kind of knew that was not my purpose. Did um, you turn
1: that shit down?
0: I, well, let me get there. i okay, sorry. <laughs> so, no. I knew that wasn't my purpose. I'm like, um, yes, I'm fresh out of college. I don't have kids. I don't have any children. You know, I was still living with my mom. Very minimal bills, responsibilities. Like, I knew this was my time to kind of figure it out. -hmm. So in that time, I'm not gonna be miserable, sitting at a cubicle looking at baseball statistics, right? Mm. So um, I'll I'll speed this up just a little bit, but the interview process you had to go through. I want to say two interviews, right? So the first one is, hey, how you doing? My name's Savon. Good to meet you. Do you know baseball? No, I don't know shit about baseball. No, I don't know anything about baseball. I love sports, but baseball. How did you get that? Um, offer that if
1: you did.
0: Well, kind of how you spoke to off-camera, which we'll get to. How you just apply? You just apply when you're in yeah. that phase of just hunger. You're just applying a hundred places. I went through right.
1: A fa- yeah. And so
0: I applied to like the Yes Network, which was the Yankees, and I was like, cool, I- I'll give it a shot. But needless to say, I got through the first round of interviews. I get through the second round of interviews, and then um, the person who was going to hire me says, "Yo, you are the least." experienced person (laughs) that I have here (laughs) like right so now I'm feeling good I'm like yes turn me down
1: you're like why are you telling me this shit
0: (laughs) so he goes you are the least experienced person that I have here he said I'm looking at your college resume and I see that you work extremely hard which is why I'm going to give you this position